0: hello and welcome folks to episode 109 of the ministry of dice podcast we're a uk-based podcast talking about all things dice masters in the united kingdom i'm chris otherwise known online as the true mr six and that guy over there is andy aka shipping container (laughs) very topical you've got your headphones turned up very loud i can hear myself can you yeah i can this happened the other week when we were recording as well
1: yes it's just a loud man
0: I am. There's no two ways about it. Is that
1: better? I'll turn it down now.
0: Yes, thank you. Well, hang on. Testing, testing. Is Chris echoing back on himself? He's not. I'm just going to leave all that in. There's no... Yeah, Yeah, why not? See how the sausage is made, but there you go. uh, I believe the echo was me hearing. It's because I speak with clarity from the diaphragm, you see.
1: See how the sausage is made? Is that an actual phrase?
0: Yeah, see how the sausage is made. It means, like, get that moment of behind-the-scenes insight.
1: I get it, but it's just weird.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure. Well, if it isn't, then I've been throwing around what I thought was a saying for a long, long time. Uh, Welcome to
1: the sausage factory, folks.
0: <laughs> People will be walking away from conversations with me going, "What's he going on about making sausage?" Thought- <laughs> it's
1: like oh, standard dear. sausage, or is it more of a Cumberland? What's your favorite type of sausage, Cumberland,
0: Lincolnshire? Oh wow, yeah, I do enjoy a Cumberland actually. Normal
1: um, sized, or do you like it when it's swelled around a little bit? No, like I like.
0: Yeah, I like the big swirly one. Me on a yeah. on a nice wholemeal balm.
1: <laughs> balm, thats a very northern thing. That's, <laughs> that's bread for those who don't understand.
0: Yeah, nice wholemeal balm with a Cumberland sausage. Morrison's used to do a nice one on the deli counter. That I used to pick up for lunch sometimes. Oh, mm. Nice. Yeah, when I worked near a Morrison's.
1: Morrison's is quite northern as well. Is it? Yeah, I think so.
0: I did not know that. Well, anyway, here we are then, folks. Uh, It's uh, yet another episode of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We've got a hell of an episode, actually, for you this week.
1: We do, actually. I was about to say, oh, there's nothing to talk about. But there's quite a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So stay tuned, folks, for our main featured segment, because we actually have some guests on. Some
1: very prestigious guests.
0: Mm, They are perhaps uh, the most prestigious guests who have graced a Dice Masters podcast to date
1: it's very exciting and it's real people not just me putting on voices
0: <laughs> yeah which you know
1: or, or is it Dum, dum, dum.
0: <laughs> but there's a there's a lot of content in it that i think you'll you'll all be talking about <laughs> some you'll be pleased about some you won't be i suspect but the yeah it's a it's a great episode but before we get into all that of course of course um, we like to do a little catch-up so andy tell me my man what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we previously recorded
1: <sighs> got covid
0: yeah Yeah, you're not not one to be left out, are you? (laughs) No.
1: Whatever you can do, I can do better. That's a song.
0: Yeah. Public service announcement, folks. Apparently, the dreaded C19 can be transmitted through electronic waves on podcast recording software. Don't tell our guests later on in the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's the big news is that I'm on, on the route to recovery after a long period of illness after testing positive uh but now andy's picked it up so ministry of covid yeah yeah it's been a it's uh i won't lie it's been a it's been a rough 10 days for me uh 10 days prior to this recording uh, that's rough
1: how before that we did manage to get a game in uh and it was a game our second game of our format focus team swap uh oh well we've done two games since then haven't we Did we do both of them since the last episode? No, we did the Yu-Gi-Oh only as well. Oh, do you know what? I even forgot about that. Yeah. As exciting as it was. So the team swap game, the second one, I'm pretty sure that was uh, after the last episode uh, where it was. Yeah, it definitely was where Chris took my vanilla team uh, and I took his janky team and I beat you.
0: Twice. In fact, we played twice. Yeah. (laughs) We did indeed. Um, Yeah. It was fun. I'm very pleased. I put together a a very good combo.
1: You did. You put a very good combo. Um, So, uh, what do you mean you're pleased? I beat you with it and you didn't beat me with it.
0: Well, as you said on the day, the thing with it, uh, and this is a very classic True Mr. Six combo kind of situation, is that it's very unforgiving. When it goes off, it goes off well, but when it doesn't, (laughs) it really doesn't. That's very true. So you can see three games played with that same team, uh, and you'll see one where just, you know, if the dice rolls don't come, you you've screwed. You've got nowhere to go. Nothing. You know, here. It's like ah, the combo's not happening. But I've invested so many card slots on the team for the combo that I've got nothing else. But you can also see two examples of when it does happen. It's quite, quite spicy. Quite. It's very expensive. quick yeah. to get off
1: the mark. The vanilla team, on contrast, is a definitely a more forgiving team, uh, but certainly doesn't hold that same punch yeah. uh, for when the combo comes off. So it is quite a. Um, it's quite a good team. I quite liked it. Uh, in regards to being able to, you know, do the the kind of basics uh, of Dice Masters, as in, you know, you roll your energy, you buy your card, dice, you, you churn them through your bag, you put them out, you attack, you block, uh, and all that jazz. Uh, so, um, overall, those games were good for me. Um, and uh, uh, the the next games that we played, however, weren't so much uh, as good with the Yu Gi Oh teams. That's a very odd set
0: uh although uh you know I, I know it's it's not looked upon uh, quite as favorably as far as sets go i mean that there were obviously some meta cards that people you know your blue eyes white dragon your jinzos of the world but they, they were pretty both teams were pretty solid
1: yeah had some good bits i like that saggy because his name's saggy um but his actual card text was pretty good yeah um you know you can do was it two damage to a character as instead of attacking? So as long as you got one out there, he's just pinging something and getting that damage down. Who won that game? Did you win? I you won. won in the yeah. end, didn't you? Yeah. Um, uh, which was uh, which was cool. Um, I was trying to think of specific cards and characters.
0: Yeah. What, um, did you, what was your team built around? I'll talk about mine in a sec. But uh, what I one? had that.
1: That dragon, the red eyes black yes. dragon, that knocks out all the sidekicks and it gives him a buff. He was very good.
0: And you're aggroing me with those goblins as well. Goblin yeah, attack the, force. The,
1: the, the goblin attack force that need to attack. Uh, they worked quite well early on, but found that they're a bit annoying later on. Also, they're they're level three with the seven attack is good, but uh, the the four, I think it was either three or four or four or five attack didn't really cut the mustard. Uh, And like later on, when you had some bigger characters out, you found they just kind of bounced off and went away. So you could use them for a bit of churning energy, but that's about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They kind of helped me as well with one of the strategies that I was using.
1: Uh, So, yeah. So I think um, we are currently, I think, um, 6-2 on our game wins ratio since the restart. The restart being when you moved house and could get internet again.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. 6-2, who's got the six? Me. Well, well done.
1: I think that's right. Please go back and watch all our YouTube videos and let me know if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's (laughs) 6-2 to me.
0: Very good. Well, I'll have to step up my game. It's
1: understandable. You are going up against the UK Dice Masters National Champion 2017.
0: Uh, Well, as are you going up against the random rest of worlds virtual online tournament champion 2000 whatever it was that i won it
1: as you said before every day it becomes more and more irrelevant
0: (laughs) (laughs) his best days are behind him folks true story (laughs)
1: Uh, and other than that i have been sleeping and playing fifa yeah
0: on the road to recovery
1: that sums up my couple of weeks uh pass it over to you bud
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll talk a little bit about uh, those two teams that that you just alluded to. So my team swap team was a a criminal because of love combo using Asuka and Poison Ivy criminal because of love. So criminal because of love when she is fielded, you can KO a dice and deal the dice level. In damage to the opposing player and all opposing characters. And then you've got Asker, which discounts mass characters, which criminal because of love is, but also gets a buff when you field mass characters. So the idea is to soften the ground with some classic true Mr. Six pingity ping ping ping. And then when you're ready, do a big board clear with your large area of effect, poison ivy, and then charge through with your buffed up Asker's and then a few other bits to kind of um, strengthen it up so solid combo but as as we've already discussed not very forgiving uh, my Yu Gi Oh team so i was playing around with blue eyes white dragon global and loaded it up with loads of when ko'd combos so i had the Sangun that when it's ko'd lets you start moving dice around into your prep area and stuff and i had the uh is it the elf wizard it was elf, the elf wizard uh, elf that wizard. gave you extra life yeah so when she's ko'd she g- gains you um, some life, and lets you prep a dice. So I just had these kind of when KO'd strategies. So the idea was that I'd start discounting some of my bigger fighters that I was planning on using on the team, uh, but through the act of discounting with Blue Eyes, White Dragon, getting extra advantages as well by KOing Sangans and Elf uh, elf Wizards. So it worked quite well, because I, there was a moment when you had me on the ropes, but then when the Elf Wizards arrived, if, if I wasn't KOing them with my Blue Eyes, White Dragon, I was blocking your aggro goblins yeah <laughs> so that worked out life, quite well
1: life gain so 2020 mate
0: <laughs> yeah 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 you would say that <laughs> so that was fun so uh, that's about it in terms of dice masters gameplay i've been mean, doing some work on the youtube channel Ooh, uh put a, tell us more put a couple of videos out over the uh, last two weeks so the return of the legendary true Mister 6 wtf videos the latest installment of that dropped uh, i did my most WTF Dice Masters Super Rares this time around. Talking about which Super Rares give me a giggle. Um, and then I've been churning out a few more of my little one-minute spoiler reviews. And by the time this episode goes out, I hopefully should have posted my first attempt at a Ministry of Dice. How to build a team. till Team Building 101 with the Ministry of Dice. Had a little go at some evergreen content. Um, something we've been asked for many times, actually, in the past. To do some more kind of new player-friendly uh, related content, and I've done a few bits on the YouTube channel. But I thought it was about time that you know every other content creator's got how to build a team, so we ought to have one too. That's good. Yeah. Is that
1: with Mister tumble
0: <laughs> Yes, it's Justin's house. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and then, uh, but because I've been also, uh, th- that was all pre-recorded stuff before I got hit with the COVID isolation, so I'm, I'm starting to catch up with myself. You might find there's a bit of a quiet period now, folks, because again. To tell you a little bit about the sausage maze. I try and keep a couple of videos ahead of myself, so I, I, I often pre-record stuff and then post it later down the line. And a couple of things happened recently. The first is that uh, I made a few videos on a subject that I delayed intentionally, uh, and you'll you'll get a bit more information as to why I might have chosen to delay some videos <laughs> in the later segment. Uh, so that put me on the back foot, and then I kind of got started to get a bit caught up with, again, and then I was ill. And so you might find the channel goes a bit quiet for a week or two while I try and rebuild my stock of pre-recorded video, you know. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's all the Dice Master stuff. On the non-Dice Masters front uh, as well, I've not really been doing much gaming outside of what we did before. Uh, we were both struck down with the Lurg, the two lepers that we are. Uh, so I've not been pl- I've been isolating, so I've not been playing games with the kids and stuff. Although one thing I did do was I pre-ordered the GI Joe Debt Builder game that's due out any moment now. GI Joe, yeah,
1: that's very American, isn't it?
0: Well, it is, yeah. Although we, I've been in a long-standing Twitter conversation with a couple of folks, including Rob and Red Mage. Hello, guys! Um, about the fact that it was called Action Force here in the United Kingdom. Oh, that
1: makes more sense. I've heard of Action Force.
0: Yeah um so there you go and that's about it not 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 a great deal to update on that front uh, and the other thing i've been working on uh we'll talk about us in a second in the community focus
1: cool beans yeah i'm not on top form today
0: no i could tell you still sound rough well, thank you very much you're quite welcome um, all right. Well, uh, with with Andy not feeling so good, let's shall we, shall we move this along uh, before he collapses. So just two segments for you you fine folks this episode. We've got a community focus coming up where it will surprise you to know we're planning on talking a bit more about Dice Masters versus Cancer. And then we'll get into our interviews. We have two guests for you. Amazing guests, too. Yeah, uh, and that segment is packed to the brim of little snippets and allusions and ambiguous references to interesting things Dice Masters related, so it's not one to miss. And Make sure you're paying attention, because there's a few things dropped in there that are going to gonna prick your ears up. Uh, and with that done, that, that'll conclude the episode. In fact, the episode's probably going to be a little longer than usual. So shall we crack on with it?
1: That was a yes.
0: Okay, well, uh, on to the next segment then. <laughs> is london calling here is the news yes folks here we go then here is the news and if you've been hanging around our content uh, like last episode or you've keep an eye on the website brutal6.com you'll know that our next charity fundraising online tournament is creeping up on us it's dice masters versus cancer taking place on saturday november the 13th and we'd like to invite you all to come and join us
1: come and join us come and play
0: yeah, absolutely. So if you're new around these parts, just to give you a little bit of context, Andy and I here at the Ministry of Dice we've had a long-standing association with a tabletop gaming collective of stores and content creators called Gaming Versus Cancer. And every year we use our hobby to raise money for Cancer Research UK. Obviously last year we weren't able to do the big face-to-face event that we normally hold, but we did it online and it was a great success. We raised around 700 pounds for Cancer Research UK Um, the face-to-face event isn't happening again this year but because we did so well last year we thought we'd do it again so it's all about the charity mate charity mate do love a bit of charity yeah yeah uh, so to explain that then, it's a ticketed event. We're charging £10 entry. The £10 entry is uh, basically a charitable donation. We're giving all the uh, money raised through the ticket sales to the charity, as well as any additional donations that you folks may feel inclined to give. The event is going to be a Swiss-only tournament taking place online, uh, following the usual kind of online play formats, You know, using Discord and video calling for us all to get together and play uh and did you want to tell the folks a little bit just a very brief headlines uh, around the team building format uh
1: yep team building format uh that is a single set so all cards need to be are uh, from a single set there are some positive and negatives uh depending on what you choose uh but um the the, the crux of the matter is that all your cards on your team have to come from one release yeah. uh, be it uxm feral under siege you, you you know you name it and it has to keep within those boundaries uh there are some as i said positives and negatives or bonuses uh or uh the opposite of bonuses penalties uh, penalties thank you very much uh <laughs> for your team building which can be found on britroller6.com on the page for the event uh to try and level the field and make sure that everyone is coming for a fun day and not come in to smash some face
0: well you say that but we've not banned anything
1: no no i mean there are restrictions within set and i'm sure if you are so inclined you could find the uh uh you know the the maximum power set from the maximum power cards we'd we'd like you to from refrain from doing so uh because we want everyone to have fun and certainly it's not going to be the way to get the best prizes
0: yeah that's uh absolutely you come and play the The worst of the worst if you're so inclined, and we will not stop you. However, what it will mean is that I won't be posting you any goodies.
1: (laughs) Or you'll have a lot less chance.
0: Indeed, yeah, indeed. So, yeah, that's – go and take a look on the site. Head on over to BritRoller6.com. In the sidebar there, we've got some – uh, a little Dice Masters versus Cancer picture. And if you click on that, it'll take you to the page with all the information. That'll give you the finer detail on things like those achievements and penalties. Uh, it'll give you a little bit more detail on things like sets that don't have basic action cards. What we'd like to ask you to do in that instance. And then just some other little kind of tidbits like uh, what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm, I've thrown both campaign boxes together as one set, basically. And That's stuff fair. like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in addition to that, this that's all information that uh, uh, anyone who listens to the last episode will know. Uh, in addition to that, we have now started receiving some of the prize donations. And we thought <laughs> we'd take a moment to highlight a few of those. So first, uh, uh, an enormous thanks to a long-time supporter of the Dice Masters versus Cancer initiative, the local gaming store here in Sheffield called Patriot Games, who are well-known to UK players because uh, in addition to being a local gaming store, they're also a custom map printer yeah oh,
1: good quality yeah. too
0: absolutely yeah and they've donated uh, a playmat, a commemorative dice masters versus cancer 2021 play mat for us to offer within our prize pool and in addition to that i need to say a massive thank you to our friend jordo over at dm north jordo 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 who, who donated some of his time in the creation of the mat itself
1: it's a very clever man
0: he is indeed yeah a very talented individual and you should all go check out his stuff at dm-north.com Uh, in addition to that another uk-based retailer that uh, has been a long-time supporter of the game of dice masters over here and that uk players will certainly know well chaos cards uh, have given us a very generous donation they have offered a 50 pound voucher for their store
1: that's good very nice online as well so you haven't got to go there you can still you can buy it online
0: (laughs) absolutely yeah it's a virtual voucher so uh, very thoughtful of them great to have them on board sponsoring the event this year and yeah super generous 50 quid yeah really good Really good. Really, really good Um, So there's that, and uh, a final shout-out. There's more yet to come, but this is just what we're ready to reveal today. Um, A huge shout-out to our friend uh, Stu.art, well-known custom sketch art card master, artist extraordinaire, has put some incredible stuff together uh, for some sketch art cards, Uh, and we've received a number of blank art donations from players across the community who've sent the blank cards over to stuart and he has been turning them into these outstanding prizes uh, so keep your eyes out on the website and our socials for pictures of those as, as when he completes them
1: you know they'll be good
0: i've seen a couple already they are looking super sh-
1: really
0: yeah super thank you I, I think you all know what i nearly said then
1: super duper
0: yeah uh, and that's just that's just what we've received so far. That's what we have in hand presently. Uh, there's still uh, many more committed, as well as the stash that me and Andy have been putting together and collecting uh, over the year, so, so that we can put some stuff in the prize pool too.
1: Yeah, I'll go through, give you that list, so you can uh, start uh, releasing that on the website
0: yeah thank you very much so we have currently five players registered at the time of recording uh, we had 36 players last year and we would love to be there or there about again if for other reason than it just means a bigger check that we're putting into the charity donation um, so please do uh, head on over to the site get yourselves registered buy that ticket because that is your way you know it's, it's a donation basically to in order to enter not only will you get a full day's play uh with a uh, a bit of a fun format with some added twists, but you also will be uh, given the opportunity to enter into the prize raffle at the end of the event um, to win some of those that we've already named and much, much more yet to come.
1: That's right, because you by winning, should we say about the, the tickets, so uh, if you win a game, uh, you get a ticket, uh, and then... The tickets all rack up. If you do certain achievements, you get more tickets. At the end of the event, those tickets then are used to go into the tombola uh, and uh, find your prizes. You get two
0: tickets right? for a win. Two tickets for a win. Yeah, I've been. I've been. That's a bit generous. Have we got enough stuff? Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Because it'll be proportional. Don't remember that on the memo. It'll be proportional. the The number of winners will remain the same regardless of how many tickets go out it just makes it all the more exciting
1: but doesn't a ticket mean a raffle win
0: no a ticket doesn't automatically mean you get a raffle win oh okay you you accrue your tickets through the day and then the the tickets are your number of entries into the tombola. you just said that
1: yeah but i thought oh ignore me consider it done you <laughs> can edit that bit out
0: oh, i'll see how i feel see if i've got all the right. time. <laughs> you got plenty of time
1: you ain't going anywhere
0: yeah but i've got i've got like busy things to do like you well know. like what what's know. the
1: rest of squid game i've finished it oh have you yeah that's a mod extra keep that to yourself till next extra. week
0: yeah my uh, amazon fire stick entertainment consumption has been voracious through the course I'll of this bet. isolation you watched all sorts yeah Uh, But there you go. Yeah, please do. Uh, And if you are unable to come along, you know, people have plans, people's weekends are busy, people have families and whatnot, then please do consider perhaps contributing uh, to the charitable cause. You can go and enter. uh, We've got a little quiz, little um, movie quote, Dice Masters adjacent movie quote quiz um, that you can go and uh, have a go at and test your nerdy knowledge. Or you can just make a donation to our GoFundMe in addition because you feel like it, you want to pitch it. Yeah, do it.
1: Yeah, just uh, do it. okay. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. Just do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh,
0: give Daddy a give Daddy a little kiss on the cheek. There. Do it. What? That's what he says in the film when he's doing the thing. He's they've got the two girls, the the, the two cheerleaders that they pulled earlier on in the movie. Uh and he says, Okay, them, give daddy a kiss on the cheek
1: there. That's a film. Starsky and Hutch, not seen that for ages. Uh,
0: you may not have seen it for ages. I oh, did. You? you must have seen it recently. <laughs> yes, I most certainly have. What's it on? Uh, I don't know which one, which service I watched it on.
1: Uh, I watched The A Team today. That's back on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah, I saw it Love that. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, there you go. Uh, so that's <laughs> Dice Bastards versus Cancer. Uh, please do come and help us raise money for cancer research uk uh, let's let's beat the 700 pounds we raised last year as a community let's do it <laughs> do it do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> right let's get on to the next segment this is, oh, this is the main segment now, event folks. yeah
1: oh how exciting right. hold let's, on to your hats
0: <laughs> let's do it Yes, okay then folks, as we have just said in the intro, this is a very special episode because we have not one, but two special guests joining us today. So without further ado, I'll get them introduced. Our first guest, well some say that our first guest is so imbued with mystical Dice Master's power that to possess just a small lock of his hair will give you full art chase cards in your countertop displays for the rest of your life he's an artist he's a scholar he's a friend of the podcast everybody give a warm ministry welcome to our friend jimmy o'brien dice master's product manager over at whiz kids hey guys
2: thanks for having me he sounds like a (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: leprechaun jimmy is the only person who in the world who gives me hair envy Uh, I'll send you a photo, Brian. Uh, And that little voice, we should should mention this second mysterious voice that has just appeared, because as if Jimmy being with us today wasn't prestigious enough, we have a second guest making their debut appearance on the Ministry of Dice. Now, little known facts about this individual, folks. We understand that his swimmer's physique is so impressive that he was, in fact, the life model for the alt-art promo Aquaman artwork. It's true, true story. His love of Dice Masters is reportedly only surpassed by his love of Portuguese barbecue. Everyone say hello to Brian Kinsella, WizKid's very own Chief Operating Officer. Welcome, Brian.
3: Did they tell you I was a swimmer? I mean, I really am. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no
0: that 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 was a, that was a known fact, Brian.
3: Okay, wow. I mean I, I was so that's impressive background you guys are doing.
0: Uh, well, you know we like to do our research. Otherwise known as all that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're connected. We, you know, we know the Queen, Brian. So we just have a, a quiet well, word, and she she said, "I hope the, she feels better soon." I, I hear she's feeling a
3: bit under the weather.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'll pass your regards on. Thank mm-hmm. you, Brian. That's appreciated. Yeah,
3: stuff. Yeah. Immortals yeah. um, on a <laughs> on, on down day so
0: <laughs> indeed it is indeed it is um so folks uh, jimmy and brian have joined us today the mythical quarter one that we are all sat in 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 wait for is creeping ever ever closer uh, we had some news uh, jimmy wrote a blog post back in august called what's up with dice masters and you guys wanted an opportunity to come and kind of touch base with the community and elaborate perhaps or uh, share some kind of updates which is the reason why brian and jimmy are with us here today brian's a he's a very busy man with his coo title so we're going to get started with brian so that he can go about his high-powered jet setting day and then you know jimmy will hopefully i jet setting
3: uh, so my my goal is to push off to James like all the dates and and specifics. But my hope is to kind of uh, explain some of the delays. Uh, it doesn't explain all of them, but uh, and reinforce our goals, and that will. Know, perhaps take up our time but james will if you're like hey when does this or that launch if you can save that for james that'd be preferred
0: yeah abso- absolutely brian uh, although i'm a little you're putting me a bit off kilter using james's you know <laughs> no, you can tell he's a boss, boss hey eh? yeah.
3: <laughs> so i i'm the only one who calls jimmy james uh at our company uh i don't know i'm just weird
2: no, but okay. other people do it when they're interacting with Brian as if he's not going to know who Jimmy is, like, <laughs> as if there's just some filter. But yeah, yeah. No, it's it's all good.
0: Yeah, Jimmy, he, would you prefer it? Okay. I mean,
2: cool. I've been grandfathered in, so. Yeah, he's he's grandfathered in. I I I t- I go by Jimmy in real life.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I had a, a fear for a moment that nah. for as long as I've known you, Jimmy, I've only ever called you Jimmy. I'm like, oh man, what if he prefers James and I've just been like, oh, yeah, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not that fancy. It's good. But he said it's okay, and I, I've known him a long <laughs> time,
3: and I'm an old man, so. Oh,
0: very good, very good. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you middle name him when he doesn't
1: like, hit a target? Do you like proper like? I don't know Jimmy's middle name, but do you middle name him to tell him off?
3: Uh, no, I just, I, I, I go silent and I go,
1: oh, and he knows. knows. (laughs) You're not angry. You're just disappointed. Well, there's this, (laughs) if you really want
3: some whiz kids behind the scenes, uh, when someone kind of does something that's very small, but kind of out of sorts for our culture, they actually have me call them and I just go, Hey, I heard this happened and that's it. That's all I do sometimes. And they're like, sorry. It's like, yep, that's okay. Don't have it happen again. So. They call me in. Uh, anyway, that's some behind the scenes. Oh stuff. wow! Yeah,
0: there you go. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Don't don't cross Brian, everybody. You'll get the call. <laughs> I, um so, actually a pretty uh, nice guy. I'm just intense. That's he
3: very nice. That's
2: real. Uh, yeah,
0: we've no doubt Brian. We just we just like to tease. We just like yeah, to well, tease. It's all good. Yeah. So back in August then, uh, Brian, I believe you're my man for, you know, yep. in-depth supply chain related analysis here. Absolutely. Back in August, the blog post went out, What's Up With Dice Masters? And in there, there was a reference to unprecedented delays. Now, Jimmy's you know, visited us a few times here on the podcast and talked a little bit about some of the challenges that you guys have been facing. But I believe you wanted an opportunity, as you've just said, to kind of talk a little bit more about those challenges. So I'm just going to hit you right out the gate with a nice open one. What what kind of stuff's been going on, Brian? <laughs> I've
3: been doing this for twelve years, and this is the hardest two years that I've ever seen. Uh, we have something called the Wheel of Misfortune uh, that I, I refer to. <laughs> We've had containers and train crashes. We've had port strikes. We've had snowstorms. We've had all sorts of things. And right now, there's a global logistics issue that you'll hear about if you haven't. Where just getting stuff to where it needs to be is tremendously challenging. And I, I don't want to get into too many details because you know I don't need people on you know or being ground down by difficult situations or doing their best to call me and go, you just don't understand. So I'm going to be in broad strokes here because there's just a lot of people trying really hard. So this is just I'm going to relay the results. There are cities we're avoiding completely to get product to where it needs to be because there's just so much log jams happening. And that does happen in strike Mm -hmm. situations, but it's throughout the country. And there's container shortages, carriage shortages. When things arrive, they don't leave. In general, there's a lack of shipping space, but we got beyond that. We're large enough that we are able to get what are called freight forwarders, which reserve shippings on boats. And we're actually got stuff moving. And we actually have a lot of product in a lot of different places. And we're very fortunate, but it's really hard. Uh, And it's taking a lot of time. And so we're going to have a huge Q4 in terms of our our products landing. We would have an even bigger year if if things had flowed smoothly. But if you go all the way back, so let's talk Dice Masters for a second. If you go all the way back to COVID, the kind of the start of the lockdowns, we had a a partner who basically shut down, which had our product locked up and couldn't deliver in our, our primary partner. And that caused a lot of repercussions throughout our decisions or ripples, and so at that point we had to focus very deliberately on our number one products that we know we could get over, sell, and keep ourselves uh, in in business. Frankly, because it just was, we didn't know how long it would last. We didn't know when they would reopen. We had to every you know it was just chaos. And so at that point, to be perfectly blunt, Dice Masters as important as it is, just didn't rise to the level of. Of what we needed to ensure our survival. Now we never hit that risk level. We never even got close in terms of uh, having to make really you know tough decisions. But there was this point. I put a, bol- a blog post up on on kind of a retailer form, just saying, guys, this this is serious. If if this continues, and so we're going to do what we need to to make sure we continue. So even after we started coming out of it. There were still months. We didn't know if there was going to be another lockdown, another variant, right? We didn't know when vaccines were coming. Stores were not able to do in-store play. Do we even support in-store play? And that went on for almost a year, at at least. So again, when you look at all of our businesses, it's just Dice Masters, frankly, just, it. by the way, uh, Jimmy, or James, as I call him, works on other (laughs) projects, right? So... Mm. He was buried in other things along with the other staff that would work on it. So it wasn't lack of of care for Dice Masters, but it was literally like, hey, we we have a lot of issues that need a lot of people. And and James is one of the longest serving people at our company and we needed him on other things. So now fast forward a year. Uh, through this chaos that actually we navigated extremely well. We partnered really, uh, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a you know, chip shortages and car shortages. We kind of did the opposite. We actually invested yeah. a lot of money in our products and we're actually well situated for a lot of products coming over. And instead of clamping down, we actually leaned into it. But again, that took a lot of time and attention. But now a year later, you kind of turn back and you go, okay, let's pick this back up. Well, a factory relies upon other factories to deliver products, you know, subcomponents, tooling, et cetera. And so when you restart something, it oftentimes has glitches. And we had glitches. I don't really want to get into the details of it because, again, people are trying their best. But it wasn't James's fault. <laughs> How about that? It wasn't my fault. <laughs> so and, and, and other than that, it doesn't really matter. It just kind of kept glitching. And so now we're kind of getting our feet under us. And James will talk to that. Uh, about what's coming. and we do have a plan and, and we're pretty excited about what's coming. I'm really excited about what's coming. And so once we start hitting that button again where we keep hitting releases and get everybody's muscle memory back up to speed, I think it's gonna be much smoother sailing. Logistics wise, it's still gonna be a pain, but again, it's we're firing it over and then there's this we don't know how long it will take. It could take eight weeks, it could take 12 weeks, it could take six weeks. We literally cannot control it other than continuing to find new routes that seem to be working. And then when they didn't work, oh gosh, now we got to do this other one. We we're using entirely different warehouses. We're using, I, I don't, I'm going to get into some weeds here, but we ship it, you know, containers, dozens of containers all the time. And when they land in a warehouse, they have to be put on pallets and shipped out to other places. And we're doing that in an entirely new location. And we've had to do that multiple times already. And yet we're trying to fire containers direct to various places. We have dozens of warehouses. That's just in North America that we're trying to get stuff to. So all in all, it's, it's, it has been challenging. I'm really proud of, if anyone's listening, I'm really proud of the team who's, who's been doing it, the hard work. And, and it's just been a, a good challenge.
0: Uh, 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 well that's uh, a positive spin on it a good challenge there for sure yes. um i mean it sounds like a nightmare i was reading an article just the other day I, in fact i was messaging jimmy joking about it that they would say something like there's there's 47 ships you know full to the brim of containers off the coast of california well, that's down right from now. 60
3: that's good news then there was 60 some oh 20. well there
0: you go <laughs> It obviously takes news of that nature a while to get through the Brexit but, wall. Um, and
3: actually, I I, <laughs> nice. I, I, and uh, I forgot, you know, like there's rolling blackouts in China and factories and power and, mm. and being able to get all those sub factories and partner factories to get it to where it needs to be. If you don't have one of the components, you don't have what you need. Right. So that's happening right now, too. So uh, we're actually pretty fortunate again. But still, it is very challenging right now.
0: Sure. So. Uh, I suppose, Brian, the question off the back of that then is that you guys will be grafted away, grinding away, trying to get, get yeah. your machine back in motion when when faced with you know, logistics delays, the pandemic, the shipping crisis, et cetera, et cetera. Do you anticipate any further disruption? I mean, you, you're obviously very experienced. You know this world of shipping uh, tabletop games around the world. Is, yeah. is it settling down? Do you anticipate further disruption? Or does your experience tell you that we're coming out the other end of it?
3: So you remember that ship that got stuck in the Suez? Yes, that was a new one. <laughs> there's there's literally Nordic countries that are taking shipments from China via rail through Russia. Wow. That's, that's how messed up it is, right? And that was before that ship got stuck. So I would love to say that I have a crystal ball. I do not. But again, I, James, one of the sets is on a boat. No? Yes? No? Is it on?
2: A- uh, so... <laughs> one of the, one of the sets is supposed to be on a boat. I don't have an update from the team. So like I I might be getting more into the the nitty-gritty here than we're okay. we're looking to, but typically when the factory decides, you know, we want a container to show up on Friday so we can load it and get it to the port, that used to be, of course that's going to happen. Yeah, of course. And now instead it's like, well, you didn't you didn't ask for it 3 weeks in advance or yeah. we told you we were going to get it to you, but we were wrong and we, we can't get it there until a week after when we originally agreed. We've untangled
3: a lot of that though. But yeah, if it's not on a boat, it, it, there's this rate, it used to be 99%, no problem. And now it's, it's Mm -hmm. like 95, but it will roll. But then honestly, it's frankly, the delays are on the U S side now, uh, more so like the boat toots along, you know, it's a couple, four weeks on the water and now it's sitting outside of a port or whatever for who, who knows how long. And then it sits into the, into the port yard uh, I'm not using the right term, I forget, uh, the shipyard, whatever, shipyard. container yard. Yeah. And now it sits there waiting for a, a chassis or a truck driver. And there's 80,000 truck drivers we're missing, right, in the United States uh, per one survey. And so, you know, it's just step by step by step. So I, I honestly, personally, I don't think it's going to be resolved for six months to a year and a half, unless the factories do have power outages and then factories stop producing product, which means that- there's no product to ship over which then means there's it lets the bolus of, of large containers held up free flow and then we'll get back into balance so i mean it'd be mm. terrible news i don't want that to happen but it'd be good news from kind of straining out the logistics but i don't know if you guys heard but amazon's hiring a ton of drivers the minimum wage is going yeah. up you know it's mm. it's pretty nutty
0: yeah yeah it'd be a, a strange blessing in disguise i suppose in a way um but yeah, we, we 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 hear the news. I suppose what, what the Dice Masters community are very eager to have is just that little layer of detail to to yep. understand how it's impacting on, on this thing that we're so passionate about. But you know, I'm a I'm an action figure collector and it's you know, I, I buy stuff off Hasbro, you know, big brands like Hasbro yep. and uh and your affiliate um, not affiliate, your your, your Sugar yep. Daddy Necker and Parent Company you know, NECA, yeah. Yeah. And that's um you know, and it's it's going on all, all across you know, yeah. those products as well. Uh, and we're getting messages here in the UK about like, you know, prepare for Christmas now that laptop your kid wants might not be on a shelf come yeah. end of November because we're just not getting them. So so the irony um, is, is
3: I'm not, sh- I mean, yes, I've bought some of my kids presents and whatnot, but it's going to be, it's going to be pulsed in like all of a sudden there'll be like 10 containers that show up. Right. And yeah. then it'll be there. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think it's like, there will be nothing. It will just be not an easy flow of product. Right. That's, that's my guess. Yeah. Get it while you have
2: the chance is probably a more accurate message than yeah. If there's sure
3: one true that. gift that, that that your child is asking for, you might you might want to scope it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take care. Of it. uh, it's a it's a it's a whole different. I, I don't know about you guys over there in the states, but it's a whole different ball game over here. We had a, a newspaper article that went out saying reports that fuel deliveries to the United Kingdom have been delayed, which caused yeah. a, a, an absolute yeah. panic across the entire nation, and you couldn't get diesel or unleaded unleaded for you know you had to remortgage your house to buy a tank of fuel that
3: that actually happened where i live uh there was a pipeline i don't know a leak explosion whatever and so everyone went and grabbed it and that was just that was so minimal it was in the news for like two days and then but it was still occurring for weeks so that's happening and I, i just here's another vignette i tried to paint my house and sherman williams which is a big brand over here they have no paint no paint you can't, you can't buy paint from Sherman Williams and that's their job. And so that was from a factory explosion in the winter <laughs> and home, home Depot. When I went in and they had some, they're like, yeah, we're about 20 days before we run out. Now they got some in and it's starting to flow, but it's just, there's a lot of, and then lumber was 300%. And honestly, you know, shipping yeah. containers, they're up a ton. They're up hundreds of percentage points in terms of what they used to cost. So there's just a, a lot of chaos right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you go there folks from from the uh, from the horse's mouth all our assumptions with regards to uh, all, all these kind of logistical crises that we've been reading about and hearing about is, in fact, what's causing these challenges for Dice Masters products. Just to drill down on Dice Masters specifically, this may be one uh, for Jimmy uh, more than yourself, Brian, but the one of the curious things that the community focused on uh, when the new release schedule was published in August was the, the little switcheroo with the Dark Phoenix saga and the Superman Kryptonite crisis set. Is We all assume that that was kind of connected to this issue. Is that the case?
3: It is, but James will will kind of dive in on that. Yeah, one. I
0: can I can elaborate on that a little bit more. So, but uh, I'm going to
3: hop off. If, if you are you guys done
0: with me? Well, I mean, Brian, you you are always welcome, and you can <laughs> stay as long as you like. It, but I, I understand that you are busy, so uh, th- that that will do for now. And then maybe we can come and milk you for some more juicy stuff in the future. How's that sounds sound?
3: Good. Sounds good. It was a delight, and and thank you to all of our fans for being patient, and we really appreciate that you're that you're still here. And we think that we're going to have a great launch or re you know. Reintroduction, and we're going to build on this and i think we're going to have a, a, a very interesting few years ahead of us as this great game uh, kind of turns back and, and builds upon itself so we're very excited
0: well there we go then folks that was brian thank you very much brian thank you brian yeah for your time uh brian as we mentioned there at uh, the outset of the conversation was very pressed for time so just jumped on for 20 minutes however We were blessed to have Jimmy stay on with us to elaborate on some of the points that Brian made and answer a few additional questions. So let's Let's, have a listen to what Jimmy had to say. Let's do that. Sorry, were you going to chime in there?
1: I was going to say, let's hear what Jimmy had to say, but you said it so well, it didn't matter.
0: Are you sure? Well, we could retake it if you want. No, no, it's good. All right, well, let's listen to what Jimmy has to say then. Let's
1: let's, let's do it. Let's listen to what Jimmy had to say.
0: Okay, on to what Jimmy has to say. (laughs) What did he have to say? Let's find out he, now. He, he has some stuff to say.
1: He does. He does. And You might hear it in a minute.
0: I'll say, listen careful, folks, because he had some stuff to say.
1: Quite a lot of stuff to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in a second, you'll get an opportunity to hear it.
1: <laughs> in a yeah. So let's 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 not do the dally anymore and uh, let's see what he had to say.
0: Yeah, let's see what he had to say. <laughs> There, I'm gonna cut it right there with you, Dino. Oh.
2: So, yeah. Oh, so now, now that Brian's gone, other other funny thing about him, I worked with Brian for I think at least three years before we ever met in person because he was out on the West Coast before coming back to the East Coast, and he had been a a New Jersey guy briefly, but that was before I was at WizKids. Kids. Um, so it, it it's just funny that you have somebody you're talking to, you know, three to five times a day. And yet you haven't even met um, but yeah so that that's that's the the quirky history of Brian and myself mm-hmm. so let me let me go back to the the flip-flop of kryptonite crisis and dark Phoenix so when it when it comes time when it came time for us to try to get things unstuck and glitch free as Brian was mentioning we wanted to try to get both trains on the track as much as possible uh, and in, in doing that it was, it, you know, it, it seemed like Dark Phoenix was going to be first, and then just delays did not apply to both sets at the same rate, and Kryptonite Crisis is now going to be in the lead. If something gets strange with one container being delayed and the other one is not because of how some of the, the shipping issues are, they could flip-flop again, honestly. And so let, let me speak to that i guess a little bit more specifically with the container delays we've had experiences where uh one can nor it used to be that if one container leaves the factory two weeks in advance of a different one we that product's releasing two weeks sooner than the other right. we've had some products ship over the summer and you know knock knock on wood that these uh uh mishaps i guess are gone but one container gets held up by customs and then it gets held up waiting for the truck and the other one flows smoothly and so now the container that ships two weeks later is arriving you know to stores two weeks sooner and so we wouldn't want the two dice master sets to land on top of one another like that we don't think it's good for the stores we don't think it's good for the players it's not even really the best way to enjoy the product and so Mm -hmm. there will be a you know, strategic delay between these two release dates of approximately two months. And I think that's consistent with what we announced in August. I don't have the uh, exact announcement text up in front of me. I didn't study it before this this call. So, you know, bet, my, my bet on that. But we want to make sure that players have the time to draft the set, to collect the set, to kind of let it ruminate for the constructed environment and hopefully get some of those games in where they're, they're mixing it in with everything that they've already gotten a chance to enjoy. And so, yeah, you know, hopefully kryptonite crisis, it comes out first as planned followed by dark Phoenix, but you know, there's, there's a, there's a small chance that they revert back to their original sequence.
0: Right. Yeah, so is it, interesting.
2: is it like a literal race? It, yeah. It's, you know, who, who, it's, uh, it's better than Superman versus flesh. It's Superman versus Phoenix and the, the race across the, the ocean. That's amazing.
1: So,
0: uh, Marvel versus DC. I love it. Well, yeah, well maybe yeah. we'll start a book, Andy. We should start a book. Oh, we definitely one... should start a book. <laughs> In your yeah, office, the, like, do you
1: have like a massive screen of like a map of the world? And then these little, like little blips of where they are.
2: No, but that's oh, that's more entertaining that. than what we're doing. We actually we moved into a new office space recently. The old office space was was quirky and entertaining. the 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 new space, uh, everyone actually feels like they're they're not too close to one another, which is great.
0: Um, and the, there's some room for maps and and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, that's about the most New York I've ever heard you sound. The way you just said office, then. <laughs> Yeah. I, I
2: don't even think, I, my, my Midwestern friends get on me for, for coffee, that it's it's too, like, <laughs> oh. A-W- sounding instead of O.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, definitely office. I can't do it. Just, yeah. I'll, I'll just end up pretending someone. <laughs> um, do you know, it's funny, I was listening to a Random Tangent, uh, I was listening mm-hmm. to an interview with uh, Michael Gandolfini, you know, he's just done uh, The Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos movie. yeah And you guys have quite, a, a, like, a tonal and accent similarity. It's just occurred to me. I'll, I'll have to go listen to him and, and find out what I sound like. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, Jimmy, I don't, know, I don't know what you do with that new piece of information. But <laughs> there you go. You can have it nonetheless. Um, so getting back on track, one of the things that I was uh, hoping to try and pin you down on, but it sounds like that's that's unlikely now, is, is kind of something of how accurate these release timescales are. You know, quarter one for Kryptonite Crisis, eight weeks later with Dark Phoenix. I think on the solicits page right now, um cryptolite crisis is shown as january dark phoenix is shown as march but it sounds like you know that's not a question you can answer presently uh
2: yeah you know i i want to be optimistic and and tell you that there's uh there is absolutely still a possibility that we are able to stick to those dates and like that's part of why we chose them right when we chose them we're like this is safe and mm-hmm. things have not been so good for me to continue saying yeah it's safe instead it's yeah you know there's there's a chance that that holds true um, and and that's kind of we we were quiet for a long time because we know that when we have to kind of um, we'd we'd rather measure twice and cut once that when you yeah. want to go out with the announcement of what things are really going to be like and it, you know everyone's going to feel confident in what's what's coming forward. The other thing is um, when we've communicated about Dice Masters, we want to try and make sure everyone understands that there's a it's a plan it's not just there's going to be one release and then we'll see what happens it's we're we're committed to dice masters there's the the sizzle to it that we want to try and play through on and so knowing that hey yeah this is on the shelf now and there's this other thing that i can't anticipate you know that's that's part of what's what's entertaining about it all so we want to preserve that
0: yeah yeah and we do like the sizzle we do appreciate the effort to give us a little little something spicy so Uh, Moving on from um, sort of shipping, Mm -hmm. as, as fascinating as that is, uh, the blog post back in August hinted at, uh, the, uh, at the fact that you guys were beavering away at some other stuff behind the scenes. You alluded to it when you came and joined us for our 100th episode celebration, and you've mentioned it to me a few times in correspondence. Um, if, if we may, I'd like to ask you a few questions about a couple of those little sneaky hints that you dropped. Yeah, yeah, okay. go, go for it. So I think one of the ones that people are very keen to hear about is organized play, Jimmy. You, you know, yeah. pan, pandemics. you know, vaccines are happening, pandemic stuff. The sands around that is shifting a bit now. People are getting back into store. And the blog post mentioned, you know, expect news from us with regards to Dice Masters organized play and what that will look like. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, how how are those plans coming along? Have you got, got anything anything spicy or anything to get people folks they, excited today? So, so things are moving, and uh,
2: you know, it it didn't make sense to release uh, a big stream of organized play materials when there's no new product in the in the hopper. And so, we've we've kind of been in a holding pattern in that sense that we want to start showing things off and, and having things enter the stores when the sets are actually landing. Uh, it's going to be significantly easier to do just the the cardboard or printing cards and not having to do the the dice injection as well as the and, and collating and all that. One of the other things that's going on is we kind of took a step back and wanted to try to. Offer a kit that was easy for stores to understand, especially stores that might not have a Dice Masters expert. Uh, You know, we we know that whether it's Dice Masters or HeroClix or or any of our games, the stores that really perform the best are have somebody there who's uh, a frequent presence who who cares deeply not just about enjoying playing the game, but you know, uh, instilling the sense of community and acting on behalf of the store to some extent, because that that keeps the store in, invested in the, the community being maintained as well. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have kind of come to something that's uh, I'm going to say a little bit between the like the Iron Fist kits and the monthly kits in that we're going to be pulsing out these kits that have a premium feel to them in terms of the the full art treatment on the cards and alternate arts of things that are compelling for people. But they're also going to have that deeper collectability. So it won't just be three or four different things in a kit. It might be, you know, eight to ten different cards to collect in a kit. And if you're and you're going to get a few copies of the, each of these cards, and you know, if I'm if I'm the store, this is hopefully easier that I can order one Dice Master skew and it'll give me a few different pricing options for people as as time goes by and when I run out of promos I can order another if I have a you know massive dice masters following at my store I can order you know two up front and mm-hmm. really be set for a month or two and the 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 frequency of the restock for the store should also be easier that way um, we we don't want to proliferate the SKUs too much i i i don't know if SKU is an inside baseball term here like the the barcode we we call talk yeah. about those as being skews yeah
0: yeah yeah skus yeah um yes so uh, uh, my assumption would be uh, tell me otherwise then that the, the kind of plan is to start thinking about that or pushing that out a bit more as the drafting product arrives in stores to, as a you know as a moment yes. of synergy i suppose and so
2: yeah. we're we're actually experiment so i you know i don't know what these things are going to look like because we're experimenting with new promo treatments for cards um, so you know, you've seen regular art, you've seen full art, you've seen sketch cards. Um, there's going to be stuff that's brand new, and what? I don't know how much of it we're going to do in the future if if it all goes well. So like, fingers fingers crossed, knock on wood, uh, surprise promo format twenty twenty two. That's exciting. You, I
0: mean, what can you do with a card? That that's
2: that was the challenge in us getting to the the point where we we're experimenting. Um, but I, I guess if I if I had to give you a hint. Uh, there's a lot of inspiration to come from comic book covers. they they got a lot of smart people doing a lot of smart things.
1: So,
0: ooh, Joe, you know, I've just been doing some videos about uh, hologram covers and foil covers. So maybe folks would like to revisit my content on that. To, to nice see what plug. Jimmy's talking about there, see did, what I did there, so, yeah.
2: solid plug? Ten out of yeah. ten.
1: <laughs> is, it, is it origami cards? <laughs> yeah. Is it is it what cards? Origami cards.
2: Or uh, that. That might get added to the list, but it was it was not already on the list. So it, that'd
0: wasn't be a amazing. Magic card?
2: Wasn't there a magic card once where you had to tear it?
1: You had to rip uh, it up and drop it on the table.
2: Yeah, uh chaos confetti from unglued.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I don't think we'd be fans of that, Jimmy. Just uh... no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Maybe like children's flip flip books. You know, like standing scenes of Gotham City or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah flip books are a good time yeah all right well i mean that sounds very exciting and very interesting i absolutely can't wait to see it obviously understanding and noting your caution in saying too much today
1: i want a flip so, book it- play mat now on <laughs> a big old flip book playmat with the whole cityscape of gawtham city that sounds amazing
2: all right, Batman well, just well, slowly approaches and punches the viewer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wham, kapow. <laughs> right, well, we'll get on that for you, Andy, I suppose. We'll see if there's someone creative out there who can rustle that up. Although I've completely lost my train of thought now, where was it going next for this? Oh, uh, yeah. So organized, organized play. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, that's uh, that's great to hear. And I think uh, certainly those folks who are now starting to get back into stores uh, will be encouraged to hear that they can start having a bit of a chat with their, you know, their local FLGS owner and say, "Look, listen, there's some stuff on the horizon. Maybe start doing a bit of work to rebuild communities because uh, the the pandemic alone has obviously had." Quite an impact on, on attendance for, for all games, not just Dice Masters, of course. Mm. Um, although one of the things that we're very optimistic about, and I know the community are very excited about, I mentioned to you that this is, if there's one subject, I get messages from people about saying, do you know anything about this from WizKids? Uh, it's the, the Fantastic Four versus Galactus set. You know, the, I think the fact that it's a, a new kind of starter piece of kit it's uh, it's got the solo play variant that you alluded to uh, that's currently slated for i think july off the top of my head um how are things coming on with that one i mean folks are really hungry to know more about that set
2: yeah so i i don't know if solo play is going to happen uh as we thought it would and so i don't know if that means that it's going to be going away as a feature or if it's just going to be existing in a format i don't know about yet um, the, there were uh, significant design challenges to having a satisfying AI, and when you think about um, how complicated and how high variance dice masters can be, I'm sure that kind of makes sense. And it, we we announce like you know I mentioned before, measuring twice and cutting once. We did not do that with the solo announcement, <laughs> and so uh, we 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 definitely got it over our skis on that one. And so like stay stay tuned for when we can have an update on. You know what that's going to be. Um, I I think that it's going to be a really interesting skew for the contents and what you're able to do with kind of bespoke team building and uh, getting a more. Them, I think it's a more thematic team building experience than we we probably got in like the old starters where you'd have like Avengers versus like I I actually Avengers versus X Men is probably pretty thematic that you got
0: mm, yeah uh,
2: both 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 sides. But uh, I think it's more thematic than a lot of the other starters with in the, in the old classic format, where it's like
0: the the tuck box. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I I thank you for the honesty. If,
2: uh, no. Yeah. No. That's that's um, why I'm here.
0: You know, uh, I think folks would appreciate knowing that. But you know, mm. you you guys keep keep at it because that that one definitely pricked pricked people's ears up when they heard about it, and it's it's one that generated a great deal of interest in the and game. And one
2: one of the one of the other things that that is nice is that if we ever if we if we end up cracking a really good format and there's no additional component we can just release that online and everyone can have the PDF.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the the shortest and easiest pathway sometimes is Mm-hmm. is the best absolutely um but but further further to the solo play variant uh, one of the things you did allude to in the 100th episode is uh and to quote i went back and listened and, and got your exact words you said we have never before seen unannounced formats for both sale and gameplay of dice masters for 2022 uh to be precise uh got so, anything exciting or spicy on that front um
2: i can i can talk more about the timing of our announcement so i you know, I, I don't know if Brian's going to come back and listen to this. So I don't know. I hope I don't get over our skis again. But uh, <laughs> we we plan on announcing the stuff that's very different on Dice Masters approximately when people are having uh, the first release of 2022 in hand. Uh, we believe that those messages kind of landing it on a similar timeline is going to help reinforce the the long term plans that we have for Dice Masters. And in thinking about, you know, returning to in-store play and returning to kind of meeting up with people more regularly and and traveling for events even, um, it, the the magic of Dice Masters is so evident that, you know, d- even if, if, if I didn't change the thing and I just dusted off the teams from 2019 Worlds, they'd be a lot of fun to play with people. Even if I dust I, – I, I have some of the old uh, first or second Worlds teams built – just because I think they play very nicely against one another. Um, and so even if I were to dust those off and play with friends, you know, that that would be a great way to kind of reignite the the spark of of getting going and playing a lot more again. So in in that sense, I, I hope that that spark is something that people find as we're returning to to play
0: we hope so too i mean we're very optimistic and we'll be there to support you through yeah, the entire journey for sure let's let's bring it a little bit more kind of uh, closer in time then superman kryptonite crisis is the next set on the horizon i've yep. literally just glanced at my messages and seen what you've sent me um
2: yeah i i had a che- i i was running behind today and i wanted to check what cards had not yet been revealed
0: I mean this uh the super rares I'm just trying to digest it, it's insane. But uh do you want to would you like to share those um with the folks yourself today, Jimmy? Yeah, so and then I'll got, follow uh, it up on the I'm,
2: I'm gonna start with the rare. So we got rare Mary Shazam, Super Buddies, a five cost bolt character, same Mary Shazam die as we've seen before. Mm. Uh when fielded, deal three damage to target character die, and the next Shazam die you purchase costs three less. Uh so really efficient to field a character for one or two and then get a discount if you want to continue buying those you know chonky beefy statted shazam dice uh
0: yeah which incidentally we've not seen any shazams yet jimmy oh <laughs> so, <laughs> so shazam's in the set as well then is he uh. <laughs> Let me, let me double check. It's,
2: you know, I'm not, I'm not in the, in these every single day. Uh, uh. (laughs) I mean, nonetheless folks,
0: you could use it with the, uh, the one from the justice campaign. We've
2: got a, we've got real Shazam in the set too. So yeah, he's, he's going to be a great follow up for later, I guess. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, so Mary Shazam kind of does a two for one spoiler there and and letting people know that Shazam is in the set. And then we've got Mary Shazam world war three. Uh, Another five-cost bolt, super rare. Uh, While Mary Shazam is active, when you spend an energy, she gets plus one attack. And then when she's got 10 attack or or more, she gets overcrush.
1: Mm. And then
2: when she's got 12 or more attack, she can't be re-rolled or spun to another face by opposing effects.
1: I like that one.
2: Yeah, so if you can spend six energy while she's out, uh, your opponent is going to be in an absolute world of hurt. It's also, uh, yeah, could
1: you uh, use the energy on a pump global on her? You
2: could, you could do exactly that. Yeah. Oh. Well,
0: like Ric um, Flair so or something. She's
2: she's kind of like a uh, an enhanced version of the the old Wasp that you'd get bonus attack for using a mm. global. Uh, one one of my pet pet cards for sure. Uh, so I I love here that it's uh, such a different feeling, right? How often are you going to try and beat somebody down with two of the same five cost character other than, you know, I guess you'd maybe do that with Becky Lynch, but she's, she's probably an exception in a lot of ways, but <laughs> you know, to to just kind of go in with two beat stick over crush characters where your opponent is almost forced to block so they don't just lose. And you're, you're just left with these in these insane stats for the defense. Um, I, I think it's it's pretty pretty neat, and the fact that you can you know you, you could even boost your attack on the on the defense if you're spending on globals.
1: That's amazing. Which, yeah. It's
0: there uh, I know you sent it to me a little while ago. I, I Obviously, I was trying to read it while we were talking earlier, so I didn't. i have I, not even fully digested it. I don't think it's. Um, I'm thinking like Rick Flair global or something. You know, that, what's that pay for?
1: Pay four for plus four, isn't
2: it? Yeah, very so very uh, four horsemen oriented of him.
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I also
2: think you are gonna see people doing doing stuff like tricks with the people who can spin sidekicks to energy mm. to to convert kind of the sidekicks into the stat boost this way. Um, I also like that. I I think she's one of the first characters to have that uh, anti reroll and anti spinning stuff going on. I think we saw a lot of you know that that new age removal going on in Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And mm. so it's, it's neat that we're getting someone who's got some level of protection against that.
0: Yeah. She, uh, I think there was a miss Marvel in infinity gauntlet that can't be re-rolled and spun out. And there's a Bishop in mm-hmm. that, that was spoilt for the new dark Phoenix saga set. Yeah. That's, that's got it. But, uh, outside of that, I, th- I think, yeah. Although you'll have to be, uh, you, you will have to be preempting that from your opponent, won't you? Although you would. Yep. Yeah. It'd be great defense against a, a Spider Man though, of course, because he happens in the attack step. Yes. Um, so you'd have the you'd have priority past you uh and given an opportunity to um to get a protected. Um although it's very energy intensive. It so. it's
2: severely energy intensive, yeah. Big so, big trouble.
0: Yeah, you want your you want your basic actions on the go for your ramp. Um uh, mm-hmm. the uh, uh Daily Planet springs to mind. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, and as a super rare, I like that. That's cause it's got that kind of, um, uh, what's, it's kind you know, of flashy. The, yeah. That's it. That's the phrase I'm looking for. Yeah. It's a, it's a flashy super rare that you can build around, but might not necessarily, it's not one that you're desperate to hunt and chase down, but if you do get it, you can really, yes, have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Superb. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. So cryptic crisis, obviously let's release on the way a little bit of something there guys, uh, on, superman kryptonite crisis to get get you all excited uh and thanks once again for that jimmy uh my pleasure you always come along with little gifts
2: yeah i I try you're a great Uh, guest
0: just
2: just, just like being a good house guest don't (laughs) don't show up empty-handed
1: can i can i ask who mary shazam is is it shazam's like wife or mum
0: so you know, the the movie Shazam at the end, the yeah. other, the other, oh, spoiler alert, if you've not seen the end of the Shazam movie folks <laughs> but, um, the, it, this is well known to comic book fans. Well, the, the mm-hmm. other, the other orphans in the foster family all become different Shazam members. Don't yeah. They? Um, and I think the second movie is themed all around that. Well, Mary Shazam is, is one of the, is one of the foster sisters.
1: Oh, the older one.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe I forget, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, specifically okay. in the film. The one yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and she, they they've called
2: her different things over time. She's been Lady Shazam, Mary Marvel. Mary Marvel. Which yeah. I can understand why they wouldn't go back to Mary Marvel. <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, a lot of different options.
0: But yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And that's interesting. There's so uh, with the Shazam in the set, I, I feel a bit of a a theme thing forming there. Um, around those kind of mystics too, which is nice. Yeah. There's, uh, there's
2: some mystic stuff which is going on, which is cool. Um, mystics probably seem a little off theme for Superman, but he's always got like that magic vulnerability, which is, mm. which keeps him interesting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and he's, you know, he's, he's partnered up with the, uh, Shazams and Captain Marvel, not Captain Marvel. Oh geez. I've just done it there now, <laughs> with Shazam himself, uh, through the justice league on many occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that. I, like, I love it when it's, well as you well know, Jimmy, I love it when things themey things start to rise to the top within a set. And that's what gets my juices going. And opportunities, yeah. No, there's, there's some
2: cool themey stuff, and I mean, you, you've got, you know, the, on the on the Shazam axis, you've got Mister Mind that we have shown off one of the versions of him. Yes, um, but you've also kind of got the mystical axis with. I think we've shown off Doctor
0: Fate, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, brilliant. Some lovely stuff there, and can't wait to see and hear more as uh, January creeps ever closer, Uh, or 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 maybe not. Let's uh, let's see which boat arrives.
2: Yeah, you know it's it's the race. We're and so one one of the other things that I I think Dice Masters fans are gonna have to look forward to, and this this is kind of when you when you look at Dice Masters and you look at Hero Clicks, uh, we're it's not it's not exactly the same team of people, but we're you know we're not strangers to one another. We're not keeping secrets or anything you you might have seen on HeroClix that we're trying to get the product in front of brand new eyeballs mm. and we we know that that's a a key path for the growth and future of the game and uh we you know it's it's tough to measure the success of that because it it's only been you know a matter of months and we don't know if those people have started playing at their local store. Maybe they're just playing at their kitchen tables. And so we'll probably have a better pulse check for the success of that initiative sometime next year. But we're going to be taking a similar approach to Dice Masters of finding you know, receptive avenues to get product in people's hands when they're going to be excited about it, and whether they're sharing it with their their board game fans or their comic book lovers, the people who are enjoying the Disney Plus content. Even, even if we're only capturing 1% or 2% of the people who see that stuff into sampling the game, we know that that's going to do a lot to strengthen local communities. And so we're, we're looking forward to, to seeing where that goes on HeroClicks, but as well as when the time comes to apply the, the philosophy to Dice Masters.
0: Yeah, uh, so are you speaking specifically there I suppose about things like the uh, the Wonder Woman uh, 80th anniversary starter set and I think you guys have just announced the Marvel What If Heracles range, haven't you as well kind of lining it up. Yeah, so
2: we have announced What If. Uh well, it's like the What If miniatures game for next year, but it, co- it corresponds to like a mixed Disney Plus set. And I'm I'm speaking like a, a little bit more than the marketing initiatives beyond just the contents of the sets. So the the Wonder Woman 80th anniversary set didn't just go out to people who normally do hero clicks unboxings and reviews like Scott Porter or Scott Rubin at figures.com. Mm. We also made sure that we, we found people that we've never worked with before on any marketing stuff. We reached out to uh, Sasha from casually comics and she, she's a YouTuber, uh, fun, fun channel. You might want to check it out. Um, she changes we, her hair
0: color very often.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: She's just on uh, Galactus actually. She literally, yeah, yes. and, a video And on. so,
2: so, you know, going going through avenues like that, where we're getting a bunch of people to go, oh yeah, I've heard of Euroclix. Maybe I should check it out. It's still a thing. Um, you know, when when you've when you've got that game that's had that huge staying power, um, you've got to remind people who aren't invested, like, hey, yeah, we're still here. You've got to remind people who maybe they lapsed that they they played and. Life gets in the way that hey, it's it's still happening, and maybe now's the great time for them to come back. But there's other people who just enjoy a good superhero game, and if they're not finding it from walking past their local store, for us to be able to put it in front of them on Instagram or YouTube or TikTok or, or wherever they are, um, that you know that's that's pretty powerful. And so we've we've gotten questions like, well, what, you know, why don't you advertise in this this place? And it's like, well, it's it's hard for us to measure if that's working. And so it's it's kind of easier to get a sense of things when we're going through these other partners. Also you know, these these people are are usually a little bit smaller than, you know, print publications. So we're we're mm-hmm. able to get more of their attention and their care. Um, and you know, a lot of the time even, you know, sincerity that they're they're able to open it and speak to what excites them as someone who is not a not a, a keen expert yet. So, uh, that, that's kind of some of the, the stuff that's been unfolding for us.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. And, and the hope, uh, just returning to your original comment, the, the hope and the view is to start doing more work of that nature with Dice Masters to really push it forward yeah, into cause 2022. It's,
2: you know, it's, it's, uh, we, we, d- we know it's worthwhile. We just don't know how worthwhile yet. And it's, it's not the sort of thing that we, we think, Hey, you go out of the gates once and you ring the bell and it's, it's the, the success it's. Like this is just part of a, a long-term uh strategy and change to how things happen
0: yeah but uh, you know that's that's the um you know the call the call to arms for the for the community as it stands right now to um yeah. be prepared and and start thinking about how uh, when you get inquiries from these types of players coming into your local store can you step up can you help out can you help organize events can you support your local game store owner yep absolutely um, and, and the
2: the energy, the, the the ongoing energy from the dice masters community whether it's for uh how are they going to run a good demo at their shop or how they're going to participate in online play with with video and, and all that uh that 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 energy has been really great and it's part of why we're so optimistic about the the, the
0: product hitting shelves again we're excited for it too we can't wait as, as you yeah. as you well know um so yeah brilliant excellent that's uh, some fantastic insights there jimmy thank you very much i'm very conscious of the time so i'm just going to give you some very quick fire ones to wrap us up because, okay let's, let's uh, do it um so the uh, you get asked every time is the question we're expected to ask jimmy so uh i, I know what the answer is going to be already but got any news on new intellectual properties what's going on with D&D and wwe <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah, the question so, our audience wants us to find okay, out. Okay, so
2: there. so no no news to report on on that front. I would say keep keep your eyes peeled on the board game team's offerings because there's always a chance that there's a, an exciting dice game that might not be Dice Masters. Uh, but yeah, so we we don't have any any uh, any near term plans for a uh, new IP. Yeah, it would, it would have been really smart if if we did, and then I surprised you with it here, and then we like <laughs> announced it before the episode could go live. That would be like wow, but no, <laughs> we're, we're not doing that.
0: Okay, well, you know, I, I could always live it out that one day we'll will uh... yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll time it better when when the time comes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, any word on historical dice masters yet, Jimmy? Come on, we've, so we've been waiting I've, for the
2: calls. I've I've been in touch with the History Channel. Because uh, they, they've got the licensing, and they, they just keep making more history. So it gets harder and harder to negotiate. So we'll, <sighs> we'll get back to you, though.
0: Oh, these history folks, man. I mean... Yeah, when will they stop? I know. We come up with a great idea. We give it to you for free. I mean, we don't want nothing for this, do we? You know what I mean? And then yeah. we get the history channel in the way. Honestly, I don't know how we're going to... Oh. Well, you yeah. let me know if you need any help. I'll try and break the dam for you somehow, man, if you need me to send some emails or something. I, you know? I, pre- I appreciate it.
2: A <laughs> cool. little letter of recommendation.
0: Yes. Trust, yeah, well, trust this man with your brands <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, certainly, uh, if I have a, a word with Buckingham Palace, I mean, when it comes to history, you know what I mean? Yeah. um We'll see. Uh, speaking of Buckingham Palace, actually, Jimmy, just very quickly while I've got you, um this <clears> probably isn't an interest of the listeners, but had, Lizzie was on the phone to me the other day. She said, um, what's going on with the pre-orders uh, she's got a couple of pre-orders made with you guys she was wondering if you might be able to expedite them she said just send them to me and and uh, i can get them to her
2: i will i will work on that i i think that there was uh she's probably been in touch with the marketing team about getting the the dice displayed next to the jewels and mm. so I, I don't know what her her timeline for that was or when she's going to be posting to insta but uh hope, hopefully we hear back soon
0: yeah, okay. Well just let just let me know. She said, Yeah, send them mm-hmm. to Chris and he can sort it out. Okay. So that yeah, just that let sounds me good. Know. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they should they should let you arrange them with the jewels and just intermingle. That'll that won't be an issue.
0: Oh yeah, they give me the run of the tower, my friend. That's they good. uh you know uh, I quite often go down on a Saturday night and just you know try a few of the bits on just for you, my own interest. You know, entertainment. I actually got
2: in trouble at the tower when I when really? I Really? Yeah, so I I I walk in and there's they've got this sign plain as day you know your English my English it's it's the same thing and it says you know don't take pictures in this room I'm like got it I'm not going to take any pictures and then there's an, I go into a new room and there's no sign so I think okay I can take pictures and I watch someone take a picture and they don't get in trouble and I I pull my phone out and <laughs> it's, it's one of the guards like absolutely not aren't you paying I am like whoa whoa, I. Hey, you know, you get, you got the weapons. I'm gonna follow instructions. <laughs> it, it 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 chilled me on trying to take any any other photos. Like,
0: I'm not, I'm not out there making duplicates. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, G- Jimmy O'Brien, yeah, the international man of mystery, super thief. Yeah, <laughs> customs, from the customs goes and checks my password and like, yeah, it said you were here to play in a tournament. Sounds unlikely. <laughs> yeah. doing a quick Indiana Jones switcheroo on the yeah. uh, on the weighted plates. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Well, I, I apologise for that. I hope I hope it didn't affect your enjoyment. <laughs> no, it was, it, it, was still, it was still a great trip. You know, I I didn't I didn't get jailed or anything, so it's it's a good time. <laughs> very good very good well jimmy we're coming up on the hour that we agreed uh, i'll get as always i'll give you an opportunity here at the end is there anything else you'd like to add or say to the players that are listening uh before we wrap up oh you know it's it's like i've you have all those good
2: ideas like leading up to it but when you when you hit the moment it's it's tougher you know i i thank thanks to everybody for your continued excitement surrounding dice masters um we are very eager to to share the the fruits of the team's labor and we know that, that's that's going to mean unboxing and and shipping things to our marketing partners and, and all that good stuff. Um, you know, and just th- thanks for, for bearing with us through these, these, uh, these challenging delays and we look forward to everyone meeting up again and and rolling the dice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a big year. 2022, everybody. 2022. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Going to get you all
2: uh, to Memphis, right? Oh, I don't yeah. know if we're doing. I don't know if we're doing Memphis. I'm, 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 I'm crossing my fingers and speculating. But yeah, Worlds. If it's at Memphis, is if it's at Origins, you guys need to to make the trip.
0: Oh, I looked at Memphis a um, couple of years back, Jimmy, and flying from the UK out to Memphis is it requires about fifteen stops. I think I have to go to like the far east first, and then you know, <laughs> <laughs> transfer back in, and then take about thirty flights within North America before I could even get there that's right we could go
1: on a shipping container
0: mate yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll set off now <laughs> i us say you go on one you be team marvel i'll go on the other i'll be yeah. team dc <laughs> we'll see get, get on the right
2: container you can memorize all the the cards for the sets before you get here too so like <laughs> yeah.
0: win-win I was chuckling when Brian mentioned about the Suez Canal boat that turned because when that happened, in in all the kind of Dice Masters forums and communities, there were people creating memes like, oh, you know, yeah, no, is this the, where my pre order is?"
2: The, the The meme game has been really strong in regards to the delays, and I'm I'm glad that everyone can can find a laugh in it all. Yeah, but like Bri- Brian before before I experienced my first significant delay at WizKids, Brian would say, "You know, there could be a longshoreman strike." And then the the product could be held hostage and delayed for all this time you know basically just that the the world would be out of our control and we're all kind of like ah, eh, like yeah that could happen that seems kind of far-fetched and then we we read online yeah this train derailed in texas and it's like oh no like there's we we know our product is on that number one blessing that no one was was hurt badly in a train derailment then number two, somehow the product was okay, but like they, it just takes time to to fix all that. And that that was kind of when, oh yeah, like those those crazy once in a lifetime delays are real. But like ship enough product, and you're going to have a few of those.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and we all know that Boston dot workers and Felixstowe dot workers are, are never happy, are they? <laughs> 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 but just, it's just uh, it's part of the culture in Boston, I believe.
1: They throw tea it, into the water or something. It's
0: it's true, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah we, just, we just can't let them know the product's going to make it to the Queen and you'll be, you'll be okay. <laughs> no, but your, your guys' product actually comes through a different route, thankfully. So, I mean, not, not that any route is a good route right now, but...
0: No, sure. Uh, I, I mean, not to get in the weeds, but does it, I, I imagine it comes into Amsterdam, does it, into mainland Europe first?
2: <sighs> oh, I, that, that could have been true at one point. I'm not sure if that's true right now.
0: Yeah, I mean we we we're a whole other issue when it comes to shipping. Yeah, and, and in, I don't I don't
2: really know how different it's been with with Brexit being like final final.
0: Oh, dude, we we haven't got the time. Yeah,
2: the- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's so subject.
0: <laughs> yeah, time the time nor the patience to discuss that one. Um, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's uh, we're a whole other ball game here in the UK right now. Is has there been any delays because
1: of pirates? <laughs> Oh, so n- no, there's, there's, there,
2: there haven't been, but there was a uh, two two thousand. I think it was 2000, 2010, I think we were advocating for Pokemon World Championships to be in Somalia with <laughs> with, with with the the slogan "Surrender the booty." They they didn't listen to us. <laughs> it's probably, it's, in, in hindsight, it's probably best they didn't listen to us. You know, that's how I'm here talking to you now. But... Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Somalian pirates are great at all forms of card games.
0: they are
2: yeah yeah. it's 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 the the modern version of let the wookiee win (laughs)
0: yeah yeah. i'm the captain now yeah Uh, (laughs) well jimmy i'm sure the audience will share with me our thanks for once again coming along and having a conversation with us today hopefully we can hook up again maybe uh close to christmas or around the new year as things start warming up more we'll we'll talk about that yeah that that sounds like a great plan. I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Absolutely. Lazy. We'd love to have you on. Everyone, Jimmy O'Brien from WizKids. Thank you. Take care, guys. Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And
1: we really did this week. I loved hearing what he had to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, <laughs> the uh, I think the the kind of key headlines there... Uh place your bets <laughs> place your bets now kryptonite crisis dark phoenix saga the race across the ocean it's a thing folks it's a thing
1: it's a thing we will be taking bets uh for <laughs> uh dice masters versus cancer <laughs>
0: yeah. i think we i think that would actually get us in trouble you know if we actually did a um
1: an actual if, bet
0: yeah an actual i'm not sure we'd have to check what our regulations are over here in the uk but still place your bets nonetheless we'll find we'll find a way of doing it
1: underground mod underground you'll find us on the dark web
0: (laughs) yes indeed um really the fantastic four versus galactic stuff was fascinating too i'm sure that pricked a few of your ears up it did prick my ears up yeah, absolutely. The solo play stuff. So let's see what how that pans out. Um, I'm very excited to see what the new kind of organised play stuff looks and feels like. So uh, that'll be good. But I think uh, the main message there is that the guys over at WizKids are obviously very keen to just keep the lines of communication open and speak to the Dice Masters player base um, more frequently than perhaps we've seen them do in the past. And for that, we're grateful.
1: We are indeed, and uh, hopefully we'll have him on again soon. So, if you do have any questions, then feel free to email Chris at Dice dot com, nope, and nope. Uh, Chris at britroller six forward slash Dice dot org dot net.
0: And if you do that, it'll never get to me. Um, so
1: <laughs> bombard him with all those questions um, so that, uh, that he'll be ready next time, and you can ask you know what's the next super rare going to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The cards that Jimmy listed, they'll be posted to our unreleased set spoilers gallery. Shazam. Mm, Yeah, Uh, they'll be posted to our unreleased set spoilers gallery. So please do check that out. That's also at BritRoller6.com. If you go to the header title bar, you'll see in there, there's a section called unreleased set spoilers. And if you go into there and select the Kryptonite Crisis sub gallery, you'll find the two Mary Shazam cards there. A Um, great
1: extensive a collection of all the spoilers that you've seen so far, not just from Kryptonite Crisis, but also for Dark Phoenix mm. as it races its way across the ocean. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> you know, in my head, it's like, do you know when you go to the fairground and you've got a horse ride and the horses are going up against each other and you bet on one and then it
0: goes and then it's just like that. It's like, Number six coming. Yep.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's see how that pans out. Uh, okay, um, otherwise, don't forget about Dice Masters versus Cancer on Saturday, November the 13th.
1: We have in the off week. If you are hankering for a bit of Chris and Andy, uh, then do check out Mod Extra. That is the podcast that we do on all things not Dice Masters. Uh, and uh, it's uh, Police Academy next week. So that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, that's going to be a, an '80s romp through all things politically incorrect.
0: Already watched it.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, me too. It's yeah. brilliant.
0: Mm, okay, it's an interesting choice of words. Okay, folks. Well, in the meantime, I've been Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mister Six,
1: and I've been Andy. And it's been interesting to hear what I've said next.
0: See you later, folks.
1: <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Uh, And I've been Andy and it's been interested. It's uh, you tidy that bit up.
0: (laughs) No, it's staying in raw. No, don't tidy that
1: up. It's me being ill.
0: Uh, Well, if I tidy it up, then it's going in the outro.